0: Tom and Zeus with another episode of shout it out Loudcast, episode 23 we're calling this one talk to me and uh, Zeus is not appearing tonight he uh, didn't make it home after the Bruins loss in game seven so making uh, uh, stepping in for him will be a guy named George George is stepping
1: in for him today so how are you Tom I'm fine, George. Um, may, may Zeus rest in peace. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard you say George. <laughs> I don't think so either. Oh my God, that
0: sounded weird. Um, yeah. So I said to Tom, what did I say to you tonight? I said, you know what? You're like, oh, how you doing? you good? that like that took over your life for two months. I'm yep. used to this, folks. Boston goes in deep runs, and the Bruins usually go in deep these playoff runs. And it's every other night. You're either at the garden, figuring out what time you got to get there, beating traffic, getting your parking, being there, coming home at 12, 1 o'clock for two months of doing this shit. Or if you're not, you're at home watching it all night on the you know. And they lose, you're miserable. And they win, you're online, tweeting. Stupid shit to the opposing team's fans, right? And so now that this... Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say fucking up our recording schedule. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking (laughs) up our recording schedule. So I said to Tom, he's like, what are you going to do now? I said, now I'm going to put all our effort into making this the best KISS podcast out there. And what did you say back?
1: (laughs) That means you've been half-assing it the whole time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So Yeah, so... Back one thousand
1: percent committed now, buddy. Yep. Um, yeah, that was a kick in the nuts. That was pretty bad. That was pretty bad, and it's funny too because you know obviously we're not a Bruins podcast, but when some when, when something consumes your life, like you said, every day for two months, when it's over, it's like what the f- what do I do now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, in- and in- for Gene's jeans, codpiece. Ex- <laughs> All right, let's do it. Oh, <laughs> <Well>, frankly. <laughs> Um, What else is going on, Tommy? Uh, Well, personally speaking, I was supposed to be doing a road race this evening. This is Thursday, June June 13th. But we've had an unbelievably perfect stretch of weather here. So what happens on the day of the road race? (laughs) 50 degrees and pouring rain. So guess what? I'm not fucking running in that weather. So I'll take my free T-shirt for that I got for the race, and that's about it. That's it? But oh, that- I thought you were going to tell me something else. Uh oh.
0: I can't stop the rain. Oh, pew. Here it comes again.
1: Oh, God. See, <laughs> now you've broken, you've broken free of the chains that the Bruins put on you. Now you're singing Peter Chris. <laughs> oh, that's what you should have said. You have said somebody should have been. But this is New Hampshire. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> hey,
0: yo, it's New Hampshire. <laughs> Why is it raining? What's going on? Oh, brutal. Uh, that's what I think should be happening. <laughs> um, so let's get to the real important stuff. Kiss news. What do we got? Yeah, what do we got there?
1: It, it's funny because. You would think with them just being on tour and they're they're in Russia right now, it, it, it shit keeps happening. Like weird stuff keeps happening. happening. What's that?
0: I'm just speaking a little Russian. Oh yeah. Talk about zavut. Chaim
1: Witz. Okay. Oh. <laughs> All right. So as we mentioned previous on some previous episodes, for some reason while they're in Russia, Paul is doing like these weird fucking radio interviews on these american radio stations so he right. was on he was on from the columbus ohio he was on the torg and elliot morning show <laughs> I, I don't know why but anyway so this this made the round it's nothing new but it just came it it came back in the forefront um last week or you know a couple days ago whatever and of course the guys asked him is it possible that Ace and Peter will make a, an appearance on the end of the road tour. Quote, Peter! Yeah, exactly. Uh, who knows? I have to say that door is open, but it's nothing I contemplate daily. We're 45 shows into a sold-out tour, and it's going to continue. It's a celebration, not of any lineup of the band. It's a celebration of everything we've accomplished, and that's not limited to any particular people. So whatever happens, happens. Can you translate that bullshit for us, Zeus?
0: He's keeping the door open. I told you, my opinion is they're like, we can't do a three-year tour with those two guys. Let's get through the most part of it with these two hired guns that have helped us get through this, have a happy time, and then somehow figure out in the end to get those guys back on stage and do a couple big stadiums or something like that to close out the the whole tour. I don't know. Uh, I think they'll do it. I mean, Ace obviously will do it. And if Peter doesn't come, I doubt it. Like, Peter, they don't need him that much. They'll throw him a couple bucks, come out, Peter. You don't even have to drum, just sing a couple songs. Yeah. And get
1: back there. Eric's going to help you out. You'll be fine. I think, I mean, it's smart. It's smart what Paul's doing. It's good marketing. Because if Paul came out and definitively said absolutely not, you know, for for people like you who have faith that it's going to happen, it creates a sense of anticipation a sense, and it creates a little bit more interest and mystery with the tour. So it's smart from that perspective. That being said, I still think that there's no shot of it happening. But, you know, I, I hope I'm wrong because I would I would really like to see it. Like you said, have uh, have Peter come out, you know, do Beth, you know, something like that. Have Ace come out, do, you know, whatever. I don't know. You know, have him just come out and jam Rock with the ride anything even if he doesn't sing just have him come out but but the i think the question that everybody is asking come out me, and sing uh Tommy Thayer's out of this world yeah exactly <laughs> hey yeah hey Ace we're going to have you on the tour but you got to sing when lightning strikes See <laughs> that get go, get off the fucking stage we're doing um a couple spaceman songs
0: <laughs> yeah. oh you mean like uh, shock me and uh, rocky ride <laughs> no we're doing uh we're going to do when uh, lightning strikes and uh <laughs> And what's the other one called out of this world? Oh, God.
2: You are legally
1: obligated to do those. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's what's going to end up happening. But the interesting thing, so let's say that, so think of it this way. If if that comes back, how is that going to work costume and makeup wise? They'd have to have two aces.
0: It's not like little kids are going to be up there and go, why are there two Santa Claus? Two aces, two spacemen, two catmen. What are you talking about? That's it. They can't... You, there's no
1: way they're going to do that. So what is fucking... Uh, the other two going to get out of makeup? No, it's going to be like... No, it's going to be like Kiss meets the Phantom of the Park. Ace comes up, hits Tommy over the head with a guitar, and then fucking steals his costume. <laughs> and then no. the freaking white werewolves from are going to come out and freaking attack everybody. it have to be two Ace, two Peter. And then And then
0: the two new Paul and Gene... Who are gonna be in Kiss 2.0? Come out too, and you know, it'll be four of them. Everybody be pointing at each other like that Spider Man meme.
1: Oh, you, I know you. Too? yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? but actually, I was I was actually just gonna add a comment, but I'm gonna save it for one of our listener questions later on in the show. So I I uh, don't know what's gonna happen. Let's worry about that when we get to that point. What else have we got? Okay, um, so Tommy Thayer. Uh, you know, you gotta love the headlines. Blabbermouth again. Blabbermouth has been pretty awesome with Kiss gossip. Headline says Tommy Thayer shoots down Ace Freely's claim that KISS couldn't sell out Madison Square Garden. Okay, that's not what happened. Yeah,
0: and I saw another one that said, like, Tommy Thayer blasts Ace Frehley, yeah. something like that. And I'm like, did he say something different in that interview? I read it. It's the same thing. No, but he didn't no. blast Ace Freely. He didn't even – there was nobody that even brought up Ace and said, nobody. hey, Ace is saying this. Yep. And there were Tommy says, oh, yeah? He didn't even say anything. They just asked Tommy a question, and Tommy
1: answered it. Right, somebody somebody asked him a toy. He was doing a, uh, he was at the Sweden the Swedish Rock Festival or something, and it says right here. Thayer didn't mention freely by name, but made it a point to say that Kiss had no problems selling tickets in the Big Apple. It, the media is bullshit. It's not just politics; it's music too. The way they spin this shit. And then he turned to Paul. Is that right? Did I say? Yeah. I, am I allowed to say that? Can 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 you pull the puppet strings on me? Oh, should I shouldn't say that? That now we're gonna now we're gonna get hate mail. All right, but I'm just saying, like I, you know. He, what do you expect the guy to say yeah you're right this tour sucks well he said he said the end of the road world tour that we're doing we just did 45 shows in North America most of them were sold out including Madison Square Garden that was sold out now reportedly I guess there was some video of this I haven't seen it somebody reported that when Tommy kind of made the comment about Madison Square Garden that he kind of had like a little bit of a shit eaten grin on his face kind of knowing like hey ace like you know, kind of F you type thing. Now, Mitch LaFon posted something on Twitter about this. And I, Mike, my, my personal comment was that I, I was a little, I think it's kind of shitty to even give ace the time of day with his Madison square garden comment. I, I, I wouldn't have even said anything, but whatever. Yeah. That's just me. Um, But w- what Tommy should have said was, yeah, this is the real spaceman right now talking about KISS, and people would have fucking lost their collective <laughs> minds. Yeah, the spaceman.
0: Yeah. Are you the spaceman? Yes, I'm the spaceman. Are you the burn man? <laughs> Hello, burn man? Are you the burn man? Oh, God. Yeah, I'm no. only scarred about the neck, chest, breast, and head area. <laughs> it's not too bad. I don't know. I don't know why. Are you the spaceman? Burn? Are you the burn man? Hurry up!
1: I'm I'm picturing like some guy doing an interview, going, "Are you the spaceman?" Oh shit! All right, I gotta get my shit together. This is professional. I have to get my act together. We're getting paid thousands of dollars for this show. (laughs) Read. Keep reading, buddy. What else we got? Oh, all right. So another good one. This is good. All right, Uh, Paul. Again, Paul Stanley doing another radio interview in Peoria, Illinois, <laughs> <laughs> with Stonehill College Underground Railroad, one hundred five point seven radio, 105.7, The X Rocks. I'm not insulting any. If we have anybody from Illinois, I'm not making fun of you. i just, I just find it amazing that Paul is in fucking Russia and he's talking to guys from Peoria. But yeah. whatever. So, you know, they're asking about his book and all different kinds of quotes and whatnot. How do you make a meatball? Yeah, yeah but <laughs> tell me how you prepare the pan. So this is great. So the guy asks him, what's, what's your favorite Kiss album? And he says, it's impossible question to answer. You know, Kiss Alive was a pivotal album. Lots of great albums. And then he goes on to say this fucking gem. I have to say, the last two albums we did, Sonic Boom and Monster... Great albums. And it will take some time before those become classics. It's always interesting that when a song comes out, it's competing with songs that have memories in history. It's just interesting how it takes years for songs to get that. Lick it up. It's a classic song. Psycho Circus. Oh, my God. It's a God. classic song. He goes, then he goes, they were new songs at one point, but they're not new anymore. Oh, Zeus they take this. So-
0: at one point, and they still suck. At this point, "Psycho Circus" the song
1: is so awful. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you know that? I'm sure uh, you're, you're. I'm sure you're familiar with that term, gaslighting. Yeah. When somebody, when somebody, the great re- Hitchcock movie. Yeah. When somebody can, re- when somebody continues to repeat something and kind of fuck with your brain until you finally are like, "Oh shit, yeah, I think that's true." <laughs> He's fucking gaslighting all of us with "Psycho Circus." stop that is not a classic it song me. because it me it wasn't me it wasn't me maybe it wasn't you that's exactly what this is it's a classic song no it isn't maybe it is that's what's happening here I heard you did some jokes about me no you didn't maybe i didn't <laughs>
0: exactly.
1: i want to beat up the fool tell me lies i can understand lick it up i don't like lick it up but i can see <laughs> how that
0: Mind is <laughs> This, this episode is going to go downhill you I know, love it now My mind went to Hurr. <laughs> Hurr. <laughs> Hey boy <laughs> it's,
1: Hey boy it's the, it,
0: fine, fine it, jeans.
1: it's the Eddie Murphy Delirious podcast Humana 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> which, which we could Bear and go right And start talking about Rocky 3, the greatest bully movie of all time. It's bad enough that Mr. T and Clubber Lang were fucking with Rocky. What the fuck was his problem with Apollo
1: Creed? Oh, yeah. old oh, man. You better get that bad look off your face before I knock it off. <laughs> no, it's, it's even better when he goes after Rocky's wife. Hey, woman. Hey, woman. That's <laughs> how so, so some
0: lady's going to be like, oh, Yes. Hey, woman. Hey, woman. Hey, how are you? Shut up, old man.
1: (laughs) All right. You got to get the fucking train back on the track here. We're never going to get out of here. Shut up, old man. Imagine telling an old guy in front of everybody, shut up, old man.
0: Gene's talking on the microphone. And then we decided to do lick it up.
1: Shut up, old man. I wish I wish the DJ who did this interview with Paul Stanley said, shut up, old man. Psycho Circus sucks. <laughs> Cy- <laughs> Psycho Circus is oh, all terrible. Wait, but let's get to the bigger point here. Yes. It's, it's going to take some time before Sonic Boom and Monster are classics. Sonic Boom's awesome. Monster. Sonic- ah. Okay. Sonic Boom is very good, and and I st- I took a lot of heat. I on I can listen to Sonic Boom straight through. I took a lot of heat on Twitter because I was shitting on 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 Monster. I yes. I I enjoy Sonic Boom. I do. A couple songs aren't great, but from top to bottom, that's a that's an album I could put in and listen to it and enjoy it. Yep. Okay. But it's net. But even that, i enjoy it. But that being said, it, that's it's still. What does he mean classic? Like in fifty years, it's going to be a cl- like. I, I don't really know what he's saying. And Monster, here's my point. Here's my point when he brings up Sonic Boom and Monster. They're they're not going to be classics. Okay. He he He's, he's shitting on his argument because he's talking about Lick It Up and Psycho Circus. Okay. They play those songs in concert. Both of them are on the end of the road set list. Okay. Yeah. They never play. Say Yeah is on the set list from Sonic Boom. They have never played anything from Monster except for when the album came out and they did the tour. They played Hella Hallelujah. How is Monster or anything on it supposed to be classic if you never play it or promote it to the fans? I don't know. You ever go down that rabbit hole of ultimate classic
0: rock and they'll be like, classic albums by this band, yeah. this band, that band. Yeah. So you'll see one, top 10, uh, top 20 for the Stones. Yeah. Like, Steel Wheels. Like, that fucking album from the 90s? Right. A classic album. Like, how, who the fuck is calling that a classic album? Right. Yet, now they call it a classic album. Are you shitting me? Right. Like... Things like that, that you're like, what the fuck? Um, steel Wheels. So yeah,
1: no, I was going to say, ahead. Steel Steel Wheels is for the Rolling Stones is better than Monster is for KISS, I think. No,
0: but I'm just saying, like, at some point when KISS hangs it up 15 years from now, every album by KISS is going to be called, oh, the classic album by KISS, because it's nostalgic. And yeah, it's right. KISS, and everybody likes all their shit. If you're a fan of them, you like all their shit. Look, there just better albums than others. Do you yeah. ever sit there, if you root for the Patriots, do you ever say the 2009 Patriots that a lot of people didn't like? Did you say, I didn't like that team? No, you liked the team, but you didn't <laughs> like them as much as the other. You like all the Patriots teams. You like all the Kiss albums. Some right. are better than others. right? But you would consider them all classics, and you would want every single one of them. There's not one you would give up. You know I what I mean? Understand. There's not one that you would say, oh,
1: I, I wish they never did it. I'd rather not have heard this music. You know, right. I agree with that. But that but but not wishing that something didn't exist doesn't make it a classic. No, but I'm saying like you still would be like to you, it's still a classic
0: because you're like you remember when you bought it. You remember where you were. You remember a couple songs. You remember the feelings you had when you played it. You remember yeah. a certain place, you know, all that shit is part of the whole point of having classic
1: albums. I think I think what I think with this, this this quote kind of comes on the heels of what we said about the the episode we talked about things that we wish Kiss did do and didn't do and and Kiss Paul in particular speaking intelligently to his fans and being you know Paul n- we're not saying that we don't like Sonic Boom and Monster yeah. but don't tell us that it's going to take a while for them to be classic I mean Asylum has been around for 30 plus years that's it's a great album I love it but it's do not, it's you, not a- uh, but here's my point okay do you think
0: Paul has any real feedback from anybody that would tell him that Psycho Circus is a classic song that should be played? Do you think he's listened to anybody? Do you think anybody's told him that to reassure him? No. Or do you believe that he's just doing it and he's like, I like this song. I like how I perform on it. It's one of my favorite
1: songs, so I'm going to play it. And the fans love it. I think you think. Know what I mean? Just- like, nobody's told him that. No, I think you're making a great point. Paul Paul likes what Paul likes. Paul, Paul's not doing what people tell him to do. He's doing what he wants. He wrote Psycho Circus. He thinks it's a great song. And, and, and the way to get, that's why I brought up that term gaslighting. The way to get people to get into the song and like it or tolerate it, even if you don't like it, mm-hmm. is to keep fucking playing it. And he will never take that out of the set list. It's always yeah, going to so be People there. always get used to it. And he, it gives him the chance for when the song slows down, he's like, you know, with the kind of part of a song where it's like just the drums and, you know, he's yeah. talking to the crowd like he he likes that. And and the crowd, the crowd seems to love it. No,
0: <laughs> the crowd does not seem to love it.
1: But whatever. But, they, but nobody they,
0: is really on a personal level. Come up to him and say, Paul, that song, you got to play it. Everyone loves that song. It's a yeah. great classic song. No one's told them that. Okay. But I bet you he's heard from other people say, "Why don't you play Mr. Speed? Why don't you play this?" Yeah. And for all his talk about, oh, then half the audience will be stand- you know, going to the bathroom. That no one's told you to play
1: fucking Psycho Circus yet, you play it. That's what I'm saying. He's doing but those what he wants. songs.
0: People have told
1: you to play it, but you don't want to listen to them. All right. Here's a question: Who do you think is in charge of creating the set list for the end of the road tour? He is absolutely exactly. No doubt. Gene, I, you'll have this many songs. Pick the ones you want. I, exactly. I bet you, And now at, at Gene's age, he's probably like, Paul, just fucking pick what you want. I don't want to hear you, bitch. Just whatever. I'll s- sing whatever you want. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> right? Am I right? Hey, what about me? Shut up and play Beth when you want, you little bitch. Ex- yeah, we'll put you under the stage in your fucking little piano there. We'll wait for you to come up, you little peewee. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's that. You, can, you know that that's him doing that.
0: Right? <laughs> Oh, we got to get this in our episode because uh it, it was requested to us remember oh what you know what I'm talking about don't you yes so we were we were requested by one of our f- fellow favorite uh oh. <laughs> um Instagram followers act Basscat. There's got to be a point in this where someone says, hey, fucko, we want you to fucking play Beth. And I get to come out of the fucking bottomless pit and come up with a fucking piano, like it or not. And then someone put a towel around me and you guys come all over me and fucking literally jerk me off. And go, <laughs> like, oh, wow. Well, you're fucking awesome playing the piano. Oh, no, I think you're that's right.
1: how it was said. No, you're right. It's true. Fucko. Yeah. And that and that, ladies and gentlemen, is our fucko portion of the night the fucko moment of the night yeah sponsored by (laughs) (laughs) fucko as as much as i dislike the monster album i do think that hello hallelujah is a really good song and i think it performed and i think performed live it's really good why is that not on here you you, i don't know he's He's he just doesn't make sense. He doesn't make sense. And I think I think you hit the nail on the head. He's got nobody. And he and you know what? He's almost 70 years old. He doesn't need it, but he does, he's got nobody giving him anything. Nobody's shit.
0: gonna call him out when they have him on there and go, Paul, that's not true. Right. There's not one person that interviewing him would seriously say, No, Paul, as a fan, and I can tell you from other fans, that's not true.
1: Right. Nobody's gonna, do that. No, Nobody's no, gonna nobody do that. Nobody's gonna do that. Shit. They're just so excited that. Paul Stanley from is on the fucking Peoria, Illinois, classic yeah, rocks wearing station. his fucking Puma lady bag. Whatever he's got. On. Oh, yeah. Oh, how did that? We didn't. Thanks for bringing that up. We don't even have that uh, designated as a news item. Paul Stanley's bringing the fucking fanny pack back, people. Yeah. The man, the man's
0: handbag back. It's a purse. It's not a purse. It's
1: European. <laughs> <laughs> what is he doing? Uh, what is that look you saw that picture what the (laughs) fuck are you doing (laughs) who is it okay you're at a barbecue and you look over and there's a guy dressed just like that you know what i would say i would say (laughs) fuck i would say oh that poor man he needs to get back to the home (laughs) somebody let him out for (laughs) lunch and he missed his bus where's the rest of the band members from trickster (laughs) yeah It's like that. It's like, again, Seinfeld. It's like when Kramer has those jumping shoes on and the <laughs> guy and the guy mistakes him for like a, you know, a mentally challenged individual because he's like, uh, because he had his teeth. He had the dentist bill. Right. And he had was, the dentist. No, yeah. Yeah, and he was, yeah. And he was talking with the slur. Yeah, but yeah. that but that picture, he had that little fucking fedora hat on his zebra striped sneakers and the friggin leopard print animal eyes fanny pack. Honestly, what would you do if you're like having a hot
0: dog, you're drinking a beer, you look over your friends, and this fucking guy's in the corner with the fedora and the thing on? And so you and then you and then you and then you'd you go, like to think you're mature enough not to say something, but you know you'd all look back. You're like, Pfft.
1: and that's how I wrote Psycho Circus. <laughs> oh, what? Who the fuck is Here's this guy? Girl. Hey, Stanley Eisen, come over here. <laughs> You know, you know he's going to sell those things. Oh, no people buy it. Absolutely. Oh. Who's going to pull
0: off that look, Paul? You can get away with it because people don't know, and you're a rock star. He can <laughs> barely get away with it. Barely. <laughs> Nobody. No other. No other normal guy. You know, at the company cookout is wearing that outfit. <laughs> if they did, it'd be a fuzzy <laughs> legend. Is that Phil from accounting? <laughs> hey, what are you doing?
1: Oh, it's Casual Friday. <laughs> Casual Friday, why wouldn't I wear my animalized fanny pack to the cookout (laughs) and my fedora? (laughs) And what do you think? What do you think of my friggin' zebra stripe breakdancing pumas? (laughs) It's fantastic, there,
0: Star Child. Um, so is that it for news items? No,
1: one more. Oh, this is a long news item day. Oh, this is just the beginning. Ooh. Uh, um there was there was a picture Ooh. circulating around on social media it was a close-up so you could you could see what it was it wasn't you know, the ace's teeth <laughs> <laughs> Hold, by the way any if anybody's wondering we are completely sober right now i don't want you to think
0: fucking
1: wrong with us. I don't want you to
0: say. said like hockey season's over. I'm 100% committed to making this the fucking best kiss podcast out there. And people are probably like, who are these two 12-year-olds that fucking have a talking on the on, on my podcast?
1: <laughs> if this is what if Beavers and butt added a podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah, thanks for that nickname there. Uh uh Steven,
1: Steven. Steven. Yeah, that's yep. Steven. You Steven from Growing Up Rock called Zeus and I <laughs> Beavis and Butthead, and I took it as the biggest compliment I've ever gotten in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we won't tell them what we call them, uh, but that's all right. So, so all right, so the pic- picture was circulating. It was a close-up but of Paul. Oh. Sonny was the guy in the white hat, but go on. Oh, Jesus. So it was a close-up of Paul on stage, and you could clearly tell it looked like they were like knee braces or some kind of knee like support. Now, everybody knows Steve Austin had those knee braces. Well, like I mean, everybody knows Paul has had like reconstructive surgery. I think he's had some knee replacements. I think he's maybe had some hip issues and he has been three Sh- Rollins coming in <laughs> off the bench. Yeah, He's got the ma- minute bowl. <laughs> he's, got
0: the- <laughs> he's got bad knees. Oh, no. Yao
1: man, goes down. Oh, no. <laughs> he's got those minute bowl knee pads. <laughs>
0: Make sure they're not Covering his fucking fanny pack
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hold on
0: I gotta get my lip gloss Out of my fanny pack (laughs) (laughs) What the
1: fuck (laughs) This is just rotten Go i ahead. love it i love it all right all right slow down because now i'm fucking on un- now i'm losing my shit all right this all is all right so he had fucking knee braces all right he's a- now he's quadriplegic is that what they're saying what are they no. saying no my, no my point no my observation on this was i i said he so this six months into the tour we mm-hmm. were when when we went to the show in boston we were right up close to him we would have we would have noticed something like that because his boot the the, the his his boots. <laughs> you can see so I guess my point is this. There's no fucking way this tour is lasting another two years. Because his knees are gonna give out? Yeah. But That's I've never heard stuff.
0: him complaining about his knees. Oh, dude, he, he's he's had reconstructive surgery. He's had knee
1: replacements on his hips or fucking But I think he's had some knee issues too. My point is this if he's six months into the thing and he's already wearing some kind of whatever. And that's fine. Rehabbing. Yeah, fine. The, the he's come match. off the bench for the fucking Golden State Warriors. Oh, now in for Kevin Durant, Paul Stanley. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's playing the role of fucking Kiki Vandeweghe coming off the bench. <laughs> Paul, you gotta take off your you gotta take off your fanny pack. Get going with that. I I need it. I need it. Damn it, Paul, Paul Stanley for three. It's good. <laughs> And then he then he requests the arena DJ to play Psycho Circus every time he hits a three. Oh, you're gonna play defense! Oh no, he's strutting
0: out there. He's forgetting to play defense. Strutter. <laughs> he's doing the
1: Paul Stanley walk where he does the shoulders. Dude, no! You gotta hustle back, Paul. All right. See, now that you just said that, now it's time to give a shout out. Okay. Because now we need. To, this is gonna segue into <laughs> our our buddy Daryl Alber. Who yes. Came through like we could only have ever wished for one of the most spectacular videos he's ever made for us. Yeah, and we shared it on our personal pages on our show Twitter. Um, it's on our Facebook page. If you haven't seen it yet, oh my god, do yourself a favor! It is hilarious. Last week, we were talking about our favorite um songs with multiple vocalists, and which Zeus- which I'm gonna stop you there. Yeah, go ahead. I think we fucked up. Okay. I think we did we too. A couple, right? Yeah, I know we did. I know. What did we miss? But here's the thing I, I know what you're going to say, but I, I having a segment of a song where another member jumps in for a verse or I, I, I don't. If that's I, the case in Firehouse, shouldn't have been in there. Okay, I know, because so Plastic pla- Caster. Plastic Caster. Is there a was... lot in Plastic Caster that, that ball no sings? The, nope, but there's one where you can clearly hear Paul jump in and and sing along with Gene, but it's not the whole nah, song. But he's singing the chorus part. No, 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 no. The part of it says a token of my love for her perfection. Right before the chorus kicks yeah. in, you can hear Paul kick in with Gene. And there was another one um, you had mentioned. Oh, um, definitely. What do you call it? Come on and love me, baby, baby. Yep. Don't you hesitate? That yep, that was it too. We missed. That. I wouldn't put Plaster caster in there. <clears throat> Well, I think it, it's about the same as, as Come On and Love Me. Paul sings the entire song, except for that one line where Gene jumps in and sings along with Paul. Yeah, it's like that
0: a, one line in that one part of the song, or is there more parts in the song that Paul jumps in on, Plaster Caster? No, it's
1: just that it, each, each time that, that section of the song comes up, Paul's voice jumps in with Gene. All right, so put it this way. If Come On and Love Me is in there,
0: I would put Come On and Love Me, maybe number three and bump I down
1: and then um, but out, think, let me know. But I think we tried to stick with it where the multiple vocalists were almost there for almost the whole song. But you're right. If we had she in there, if we had, she, we had firehouse in there. Yeah, I know We had to put, come on and love me in there. Yeah. And plastic caster. It's not the chorus.
0: All right. So plastic caster, I would put that probably um, for me. I would put Plastic Caster as number seven and take out Shout It Out Loud.
1: Yeah, I'd probably put Plastic Caster higher than that. And Come On and Love Me would be number one. But that's a different story. You would?
0: Over Love Her, I can?
1: Yeah. Come On and Love so me. You would take out God Gave Rock and Roll to you. Yes.
0: And It's My Life. Yes. And put Plastic Caster where?
1: Probably top five. Over She, Under yes. She? Over She. So then that would be your number four. Yeah plastic cast is one of my all-time favorite songs it's off my, it's off my favorite kiss album
2: hello pantheon podcast listeners christian swain here to tell you more about my experience with raycon earbuds our family now has three pairs of raycon earbuds around the house and my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price and yes she loves them now if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of raycons
0: But, okay, so Plaster Caster is number 4 for you. <laughs> and then number 1 would be Come on and love me, over yeah. love her love her all
1: I can. But I think both of those songs have to have an asterisk on them because it's, it's, a, it's I don't.
0: A, okay. No. All right. But anyway, no, all right. So you, if you okay. if we have Firehouse in there.
1: Okay. But anyway, so I was talking about Daryl in the video because Zeus um he loves the song Stand Off of Sonic Boom. The song yes. is a to- the song's a total fucking mess. It's awful. Oh, it's awesome. So we were talking about the lyrics and how funny it is. And Zeus, go ahead. You you can t- kind of finish. The and so what there. I was
0: saying was that song was all about you were laughing about. It. I'm like, oh, it's a great friend song. Like, I'll be there for you. You can count on me. And it reminds me of that. The Golden Girls theme, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, thank you for being thank, a friend. Thank you for being a friend. And I said they should have that. And but have it like, you know, because we always call Gene from uh look like B author during the asylum era. I was
1: like, that'd be perfect. That should be the new theme for like the golden girls. And then go ahead. And then Daryl Albert made a spectacular video that you have to check out. If you haven't seen it, he takes the whole intro intro credits to the golden girls and puts stand on it as the, as the song instead of the original golden girls theme. And I got to tell you, not only is it hilarious, it actually fits Perfect. It fits. absolutely it, it fits perfect <laughs> like like when they hit the chorus where it says stand by you and I'll you know I'll be there for you and it shows the girls like hugging each other it was like perfect timing <laughs> like the song was written for the show <laughs> yeah. so we just we want to thank we, we just want to thank Daryl for that that was just great that was so it oh, was awesome absolutely, absolutely awesome thank you again Daryl we appreciate it buddy so good yeah it was great it was great so Zeus. You want to uh, jump in and kind of say why this episode is called Talk to Me? Yeah, so we came up with a thing. There's a couple things that we've gotten feedback
0: about from you guys that you really like. Amongst them is when I go off on a rant about a Stuart character that we all know. And and then the other part to this is our our, our tragic hero, uh, Vincent <laughs> Cusano. Those two seem to be like the two big kind of like, uh, parts that we go off on these tangents that you guys seem to like when we describe. Yeah. So rather than do an episode of certain stuff, we thought we'd call this episode, a talk to me after the ACE song and just do an episode. where We're just going to be talking about these two, a couple issues that are on our minds and go into a little bit more details than other than the beginning opening segment of our show. So we can start with, um, you want to go with uh, with, with poor Vinny first? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So uh, th- th- this what, is a what's lot. happened so- in the news recently. Why don't you lead up to it and tell us what's what happened with Vinny recently?
1: recently about him with the what with the speed with the speedball yeah, yeah and vincent? all that stuff and the decibel geek guys and all that yep right so so as if anybody's following the vinnie vincent thing so a, a, a month a couple months ago whatever it was announced that vinnie was going to be doing a performance uh called the speedball jam and it was going to be limited to i think i think it was 60 tickets at like 300 a pop and it was going to be this private event and blah 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 um and before that Back in February, there was an appearance, um, you know, it was going to be a a comeback appearance that was canceled. Um, And leading up to the speedball thing in June, he appeared with Mitch Lafon. We talked about this. Um, And and Vinny went on a rant about, you know, people accusing him of canceling and, you know, dropping F-bombs and insulting all these people and everything. Long story short, we talked about the speedball jam was canceled. Well. We're going to kind of summarize this story here, but if you really want the, the full inside and out, I suggest that you follow Aaron Camaro and Chris Cisnak and listen to the Decibel Geek podcast, not just for the Vinnie Vincent story here, but because that show is amazing to begin with. Those two guys are great, and if you're not listening to Decibel Geek, you're missing out on a spectacular show.
0: Um, yeah, they do an excellent job. They're a favorite of everybody's. They always come highly recommended. They know their stuff. Yeah. And um, more than anything, they've got credibility. Yeah, exactly. And the fact that <laughs> Vinny thinks that his name or his word means anything to anybody is so beyond ridiculous. Yeah.
1: It, it, it was bad. So this whole thing really got ugly and it, it turned into like a like a political intrigue story, you know, with Vinny and with, with Chris um and the you know what's going on at the rock and pod in August and, and just all, all kinds of it's just it's real ugly. So uh, you know, we're gonna just kind of summarize Vinny losing his friggin' mind again. Um so if you can give me a minute, I'm gonna read Vinny's statement. And this is legitimately the statement of somebody who is not well. And we've said this before. <clears throat> so a little bit of a background before I read this. So there's, there's some, there's some Facebook groups. Um, if anybody is any, is a member of any Facebook groups out there, some kiss groups where, where that were parts of those, you know, some of them are private groups. You have to be like screened and allowed in. They're not public. Um, and there's a couple of groups for Vinnie Vincent called euphoria and legion. I guess they're very diehard, you know, whatever. So <clears throat> this is a message from Vinnie. Quote, this is my statement straight and from the heart. When Steve came to me with the idea of celebrating my birthday with the fans, I loved the idea right off. Euphoria and Legion have become a safe haven for true Vinnie Vincent fans. These sites were intended to protect the good fans from the relentless internet bullying mobs of hate-filled lunatics engaged in the systematic witch hunt to sabotage my brand name and reputation. We live in a weird fucking time when a few rejects from the want to ride the coattails of vinny but Gut booted club post well-crafted, libelous slogans and appear on slimy podcasts to trigger misinformed, low-information Vinny Vincent fans with lies, propaganda, and fake news. These Vinny fans, who at one time may have had good intentions, sadly have become aggressive Violent, vengeful, and hate-infected radicals due to the ingested bullshit they are constantly fed daily by these losers. As a result, these lost fans have become malignant and malevolently obsessive with anything Minnie vincent to the point where their desperation finds them at the doors of Legion and Euphoria, spying and doing anything to get in to discover real news, stories, or information at any cost to feed their sickness, which they twist out of context. Some have even tried to trick unknowing members to disclose the private messaging between the inside club members. So, because of this derangement syndrome, I have reached out to my fans on a private invite basis to share in this special event of my birthday. At this point, I'm not certain if this fight against this collective insanity is worth any more effort. So, the decision is up to you, the true fans. If we meet the numbers to balance out the birthday event related expenditures, it's a go. At that point, I'll be planning some surprises. It will be a blast. <clears throat> I'm not going to read anymore because it just keeps going on and on and on. No, I read mean, the rest of it, please, because I you know he goes off in that rant. <clears throat> okay, well you missed that a little bit. If we meet, uh, it's important for me to publicly enjoy this ride with the fans, whether it's playing, recording, or reconnecting with the fans. But it's getting more difficult at every turn to find that enjoyment based on the above. So the truth is that my appearances may be ending. I'm happy to play, write, and record in private if need be, so it works out one way or the other for me. If my history, recordings, and legacy is all I leave behind because of this cesspool, so be it. I'm fine with that, too. If you want it, grab it now, as this will not be an ongoing event. If you make this happen and want to hear a no-holds-barred, gloves-off interview and more, this will be the first of its kind and the last interview I plan on giving. There will be no filming or recording. No one outside the attendees will have any entitlement to witness this event other than you. And then it just keeps going. I mean, this guy is just... You know, moreover, stop believing these triggered topics and phrases such as Vinny doesn't show up, Vinny can't play, (laughs) Vinny rips off his fans. (laughs) These people need to grow the fuck up. This is cleverly fabricated propaganda invented by the banished and rejected leeches who got their boot in desperation decided to slander the name of Vinny Vincent to bring importance and relevance to themselves. Dude, I don't even know what the fuck I just read. I mean, that is just, I, I, I mean, he is blaming us, The well, not us, but he is blaming the fans for the fact that he is no longer going to do interviews and performances. I mean, he, this guy is just not well, you know? I mean, look, I mean, some of the terminology you're using here, internet bullying mobs, hate-filled lunatics. <laughs>
0: Dude, you're not that important to people. Like, stop making it seem like that's, you know, oh my god, he makes it sound like this is like part of, like, this million-person, like, vendetta against him. Like,
1: go up it's, to, it's, like, a, a, a hundred people and go, hey, you know who Vinny Vincent is? <laughs> See well, you what know you get. You know what's happening is I think these these Facebook groups, and 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 we're part of some Facebook groups personally and with the show, those those people are fucking serious diehards, and we're just and we're just parts of the, some regular kiss groups, nothing yeah. real radical or crazy. Can you imagine what it would take to be part of a Vinnie Vincent group? You got to be <laughs> fucking psychotic to begin with, <laughs> right? Oh my god! I, I, I don't know. And, and I mean. Uh... I'm planning. First of all, let's let's back up for a second. He's planning his own birthday party. What are you five years old?
0: <laughs> it's gonna be at Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, if not, we're gonna go to Johnny
1: Rockets. <laughs> everybody, meet me at Dave and Buster's. I'll be playing Pac Man for everybody. Like, what, dude? You, <laughs> is he gonna meet at the American Girl doll store. I think they went out of business. Uh, uh, I, I mean. Because, I, like, I like this. Because of this derangement syndrome, <laughs> I've reached out to my fans on a private invite basis. Wow, wow.
0: I'm going to give – what, your fans? You're going to give the eight people to your concert that you posted? You're going to give those guys an exclusive interview? But no taping, no talking, no seeing, no breathing, no nothing?
1: Yeah, Right. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna tie everybody to a chair and blindfold them and just come listen to me, and I'll give you the hundred percent true story, no holds barred. It's getting, he says, it's getting more difficult at every turn to find enjoyment based on the above. The truth is that my appearances may be. Do you have any? Who he need? We've said this before. This guy needs serious fucking help. He's blaming. He's the one canceling the events. <laughs> <laughs> and he's blaming the people that are shitting on him for canceling so the events. Apparently last year he
0: he fucked up everything with rock and pod two. Yep. Started changing, trying to change everything the last minute and demand things. And they're like, you know what? No. And it didn't work out. Um I believe Chris and them. I don't believe Vinny. Oh wow. um, so he doesn't want to work with them again. So they called them up again and said, hey, how about if we're having a uh, a Vinny concert, a Vinny birthday event at the Marriott, the same Marriott and the same weekend as Rock and Pod 3? And maybe we can co-promote each other. Yep. And rightfully so, as if you listen to the episode, Chris like, nah, I don't want to fucking do it with you. I don't want to <laughs> work with you again. Yep. And then he spins it again, like, these people are trying to reach off me, and, and dude, he didn't ask to work with you. You asked to work
1: with him. That's what I'm saying. It, it, it's bizarre. He, you know, he, he's he's bl- he's mad at Chris because and, Chris doesn't want to take him these up on his podcast. People, yeah. I mean, oh god, it's just it's just bizarre. It just. I'm working now to have new Vinny merchandise at the event. <laughs> what fucking what merchandise do you have? <laughs> What? What, a, a signed copy of All Systems Go? What, what, what do you have? This is my French ball tickler
0: that I have, that I use, and I will autograph for you. It's an Ankh-Warrior-shaped dildo. I'll give you this one.
1: It's an ass plunger. You can enjoy it dressed up as any Vincent. This is a great sentence here. Cleverly fabricated propaganda, invented by the banished and rejected leeches. <laughs> Hi, can I be your friend? Exactly. No, <laughs> fucking nerd. <laughs>
0: I'll tell you what, Vinny telling people, "Beat it, jerk." I don't want to be
1: your friend. Okay, I, I, I love it, and, and then you and then some of the comments. It's just <laughs> oh. You know, I I, I don't. Uh, yeah, somebody talking about it keeps coming back to Gene's comp. We've said this a million times before. But Gene's comments and uh, ahead, extreme close-up. Vinny, talented guy, but he the most self-destructive guy he's ever met. And he's the kind of guy that would hang himself as he hand him the keys to the kingdom. I mean, and that was that was in nineteen ninety two, ninety one, whatever. Whenever Extreme Close Up came out. I mean, he's just not well, you know. But you know what? And and I saw somebody on Twitter commented on this and said it. You know what? It's it's brilliant marketing by Vinny. But is it though? I'm not a marketing genius, but who who's buying? That? Like who's believing what he's saying? That's not marketing. That's like that's that's insanity. That's that's psychosis. That's not being addressed. Yeah. And, and and you know, I I what I feel bad for, I guess, is I feel bad for, I feel bad for anybody who would consider themselves a Vinny Vincent fan. I feel bad for anybody who is believing him and listening to him and people that are like, Oh, I can't wait. This is going to be great. This birthday bash when it's not going to happen, you know? And then he says, where we go from there will be by a special invite. So if the birthday bash is a success, expect a private invitation to a speedball jam next. <laughs> what? What? right so august 10th that's the weekend of rock and pod i mean th- this is no joke i mean he's this is going to be interesting this is going to be interesting as of right now we are not going to rock and pod if anybody is going to rock and pod i cannot wait to hear stories from this to see exactly what is going on with uh with this because you know that the, the that is you talk about passive aggressive behavior him setting up his little comeback show on the same thing as rock and Pod. That's just going to be a shit show. Um, I can't wait to see it. So, yeah, but like, why? Think of it this way, right? Yeah,
0: go ahead. Why doesn't he just do a regular show? What's what with mean? all the stupid gimmicks? And, oh, I'll do this. It'll only be to invite only. I'm going to do this. And it'll be you have to get a ticket here. And it'll be the. Why don't you just play it a, a, a,
1: a place and just come with you, a band and music? It is why because if people go to Rock and Pod. Okay. put it this way. If me and you ended up going to rock and pod, I can tell you right now. That I would buy tickets to this Vinny thing, I would. And and the reason being, we're already going to be at the hotel for rock and pod. Why not check out the car fire known as fucking Vinny (laughs) Vincent and see what's going on? And he knows that if he shows up at that thing, people will go because it's the same reason why people slow down to look at a car accident on the highway. They want to see, holy shit, what's going on. If he scheduled an ev- if he scheduled an event somewhere out in fucking Tallahassee, no one's going, but he knows that there's going to be already a captive audience at rock and pod. So it's, it's kind of a smart move by him, whether or not he shows up, who knows, but I think it is a smart move by him because I'm telling you, if anybody who we know is going to rock and pod, I bet you they're going to go see Vinny. Why not? Just to see what kind of mess he's going to create. Cause I'll tell you what, even if his show gets canceled, He'll be there on site. Right? You think he'll just fucking like walk around rocking pod? Hey, I'm Vinny
0: Vincent. Hey, does anybody want to come over and sign me to sign a fucking autograph picture of myself for 300 dollars Right. I know. Right?
1: Because that's what will be going on. That's what will be happening. I would love to know, and we'll have to Google this. I would love to know. What do you I what what, what is he charging for autographs? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you brought if you brought like your lick it up LP and wanted him to sign it, what the hell would he be talking about? What would he be asking for? You know what I mean? No, I, I'm I, with you. I don't know. I'm just I'm just saying like
0: with him everything is got to be like like such it's so exhausting, such like a fucking ordeal. Yeah. Just get up and play music. What's your fucking problem? You're a musician. He, just go
1: up and play music. You shut the fuck up. He's just not well. I mean, listen to the listen to the the words that he uses and the way he phrases and stuff. He's just there's no sense of responsibility. There's no sense of ownership for any of his actions. And it's it's I just it's now to the point where i like legitimately like feel bad for the guy. He's like fucking just he's pathetic. And it's just and he just won't go away. I don't I honestly I don't feel bad for him. I mean, he brings this upon himself. No, I know. I know. It's just he's just pathetic. And I thought after the speed, I thought after the speedball thing, he just would have went away. But now he's setting this up and I don't know. It's just it's ugly. It's ugly. Yeah. I mean, what do you
0: what do you expect is going to happen, though? Like he can't just go out there and just perform. Everything's going to be a gimmick because he can't perform. He needs his only people to go are those people that would protect
1: him. When they're like, "This guy sucks." Well, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think because what we're hearing is that he can't even really play anymore. Yeah. C- so, c- c- can he even do a show?
0: Yeah. Like, and so- like that's the thing, and he He makes a comment about it. But then, then why don't you just play? No, you'll he- have to pay to see me. Play. What, what like, the fuck are you? Who the fuck are you? Because I don't think he can play. I think no, he's. I agree with you, but I'm just saying, like. Like the audacity that he thinks he's like some sort of like God's gift to music. I think, buddy, I you ran Kiss for a while. And you ha- you helped them come up with some great tunes.
1: You're a nice part to it. But life goes on, buddy. You're not that important. I think if he was smart, which obviously he, he he's not, instead of doing some like speedball with sixty people and three hundred dollars a ticket, why not try? I don't know if it worked. Why not try these smaller club venues that like a place like Ace is playing and just charge you know thirty, forty bucks a ticket for a show? Um, you go you have a couple you have a couple beers, you listen to some music, maybe he plays some kiss stuff, maybe play some Vinnie Vincent Invasion stuff, and just have a fucking show. I heard Sonny from Growing Up Rock
0: Podcast say that he saw Paul Gilbert, you know, the guitar guy yeah. from at some like wicked small venue, it was like fifteen dollars. Yeah. And he's like, and he played music and it was a lot of it was instrumentals. Yep. And he was such a good guitarist. He said that the guy was playing like the song, the singer parts on his guitar. guitar. Yeah. 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 15 bucks. And he's got a great point. And he says like, people came to see it. It's entertainment. It's live music. How many people know who Paul Gilbert is, but rock people know who probably he is. But he did well, and he sort of, and you know, he's got a fucking reputation. Can play these places. He knows what he's going to make. a Couple bucks. Go and play. Why is that okay for
1: him to do? But Vinny Vincent's too good for that. What the fuck because did Paul, Vinny Vincent ever do? Because Paul Gilbert's not a fucking raving lunatic. <laughs> That's <laughs> what. Can you can you, ima- can you imagine? Hi, I'm Vinny Vincent. I'm going to charge three hundred dollars a person, and only sixty people are allowed. Who the fuck is your agent and promoter that think that those numbers are good? Who Name, in in all honesty, all joking aside, can you name anybody right now off the top of your head that could get away with an event like that? 60 seats, $300 a person. I don't even think Ace could do that. Maybe Ace could. Maybe Ace could. Vinnie Vincent's going to do that? Right? I mean I'm looking at something online. <laughs> what I'm talking About what? Oh, oh Jesus, Jesus Christ.
0: What happened? No, I don't want to share my screen with you Tommy. But like
1: Can you see it? <laughs> 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 you got to post that. You got you, you, I don't you, know put this. Yeah. <laughs> you, but, gotta, you got to somebody, somebody's got a fucking picture of tiny Vincent on a big whale. Okay, now uh, we know we're in audio format here. Zeus is going (laughs) to, Zeus will post this when we. I can't find. I don't
0: want to steal it from somebody. I'm just sorry. I'm trying to get the exact quote because somebody in the comment section had a fucking hilarious comment about it, Uh, and I can't find it right now, and it's driving me nuts. Okay. Uh, But so I went to find it while Tom was going on his rant, and I found a picture of somebody (laughs) him on a big wheel. Why? What, for his birthday? Hey, look what I got for my birthday. I got a God big bless me. the internet, huh? God bless, yeah. God bless you, babe. Wish you luck in the future. Say right. it, Brad. Anything, Okay, anything, see
1: you later. Anything more to add to Vinny so we can
0: save the best for last? No, I mean. Go ahead. We talked about it. I mean, he, what, what is there more to say? He's delusional. Yeah. Delusional. And it's too bad. I would have liked to see him you know, do something and play and be able to perform. He's killed his own reputation. You know, he goes and says and does something with Gene. And then after it comes on, he goes out on um, Mitch Lafon's uh, podcast. And he's like, oh, I was so mad. Dude, Jean in public and what you personified didn't look like you were mad. You're saying all those comments. So either you were lying then, you're lying now. But either way, like, this is the kind of shit that he does and says. Yeah. That's you know, and it, it's all just. Right. <laughs> I loved her on Three's Company. <laughs> Joyce DeWitt. All right. I know we shouldn't be this fucking mean, but he, you what? know. He's
1: just, he's you know, still, he's done it himself.
0: Yeah. You know, it's just the same thing. It's the same thing. Like he was, uh, <laughs> What's this?
1: all right.
0: Ready to turn the page here? Go ahead. Go ahead. Turn the page, buddy, because right. I can't, so, I can't do this anymore.
1: So, at the risk of us becoming our own personal versions of Stuart because we, ha- we rant against the, the Stuart. Yeah. We wanted to take some time to talk about a very interesting Twitter post that is making its way around social media. So on Twitter, um, for anybody who, uh, is a fan of, uh, of metal rock and metal, mm-hmm. um, Charlie Bonanti on Twitter, He is the drummer for um, God, I'm losing my mind. The drummer for Anthrax. Yeah, Um, he on 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 Twitter. I don't know why he did it, but he just came out and said, I'm a trunk supporter. Uh, I don't know exactly what the nature of that tweet was. Uh, Isn't Uh, he a New York guy? Yeah, Uh, I I think so. Yes, he is. He's from the Bronx. So some guy just responded and said, me too. But the kiss bashing is getting old. So Charlie Benanti responded said, he bashes kiss? No. So, you know, kind of shitting on that. Okay, but the big thing here. Was he being that-
0: sarcastic?
1: Yes. But okay. the big thing is that Stewart retweeted and came out with his own version of his own personal Vinnie Vincent insanity comment. Now, you got to listen to this language that he uses. You talk about somebody completely not being aware of what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Stewart quote. It's truly sad to live in a world where expressing an honest opinion is bashing. People are so used to being fed the same hypersensitive PC crap. They can't handle honest, objective debate and discussion. I won't ever cave to that crap. Are you fucking kidding me? And this is, this is the shit that
0: bugs me the most. And go ahead. He acts like he's such a tough guy. Yep. Oh. Oh. Other people will fall for this, not me. You can count on your honest reporter. Dude, you're not Walter Cronkite. No one can get by him. He is so unbiased, and he'll tell it like it is. Yep. Morrow, you are not. Cut the shit, you fraud. Dude, you are so, so obviously apparent. You have a fucking... Fucking butt hurt feelings all about Kiss because they told you to fuck off. And your buddies with Ace because, you know, you signed him to Make It for us Records. Did I tell you? Hold on. You know, he just texted me the other day. You know, when I was talking to Peter. Okay, buddy. So yep. obviously we know where your loyalty's at. Do you not understand? Like it's such a triggering thing if Kiss gets brought up. You have a you have a radio show. I'm sure the people you have a, a switchboard that says fucking Johnny Coolballs wants to talk about Trickster. Mm. Right? So you see what's up there. Oh, you just happened to take the kiss call. Well, they call in and I'm going to take it, right? No, you haven't prepared then you sit there and act like all holier than thou. Well, <laughs> you guys want to ask me about it? So let me tell you. oh, they don't do live tracks. Oh, they're singing to backup stuff. Oh, they charge their fans all this money. Oh, they don't even do this stuff. They're not even going out and meeting them anymore. Oh my! shut up. You obviously have a vendetta against them. You don't talk about it to about other bands in the same similar manner. It is so predictable. I we've done this and done this, Tommy. Yep. Um, oh, I know. We're 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 running the risk of I'm Sonic- just like
1: I'm we're so tired of him. Well, like I was saying, we're running the risk of the way the way Eddie talks about Paul and Gene. And we call him Stuart. We're, I feel like we're turning into Stuart talking about Eddie all the time. No, but you know like
0: what? It this. bugs me, though. It bugs no, me. I know. Because you look at it, you start hate watching him and hate following him. Yeah. And then you'll have the, the fucking <coughs> half and half the crowd kiss. They've been irrelevant since Ace and Peter left. Oh, okay, dickhead. Kiss, that's a fucking joke of a band. Kiss, who takes them serious? Kiss, dude. Obviously, Stewart did for years up until they gave him the
1: fucking Heisman, right? So for the so for the record, I'm gonna let Zeus catch his breath there for a minute. <laughs> so for the record, you know, just to know, just just so our listeners know where we're coming from, I have since day one been a huge huge Eddie Trunk fan, okay? I used to tape and watch all of his shows on VH1 Classic that metal show. Great show. I have both of his books. I have satellite radio and when I can I listen to his show. So I'm I'm a fan of him, okay? However, the terminology that he uses in that tweet, honest opinion, objective debate. Dude, an objective debate would not be you shitting on the band you love because years ago somebody asked Paul Stanley what he thought about that metal show and Paul Stanley's response was oh you mean that show that's like Wayne's World and the whole crowd giggled ever since then he has been butt hurt he has been shamed and embarrassed by his heroes so now he's going to take his microphone and he's going to do the same thing and the problem that Eddie knows is that he knows there's a huge contingent of audience out there that can't stand Paul and Gene, that think Kiss are a joke, so he's speaking to them. And if you look at the comments on Twitter, they're all like, Kiss sucks. Oh, oh, oh. Kiss is a joke. Keep doing what you do, Eddie. If you didn't talk about Kiss, blah, 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 Dude, you know the cover band? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I won't ever cave to that crap. Cave to what crap? The... He's he's being the exact opposite of being objective, because like you said, Zeus, and we've said before, where is your constant criticism of these other bands and their performances and how there are bands out there that have no original members? Are you calling them cover bands? How about this? How many songs did they probably produce up until Dynasty?
0: Well, actually, until Ace left, would you say he was technically on the cover of Creatures of the Night? Yeah. When people thought he was there. So yep. between Ace and Peter, what'd they sing? Maybe 15, 20% of the songs? Uh, maybe. M- uh, maybe. Okay. Okay.
1: Maybe less. The other
0: 75% of the songs and everything that made them really the big band? Right. Was Ace was Gene and Paul. Right. So the real members are still there. It's oh. like AC DC left. It broke up and either Brian Johnson or Bond Scott and Angus left. Now, while the other two guys, everyone likes Malcolm, Cliff Williams, I think, and in, in, uh, who's the other guy? Phil Rudd and them. No one's fucking listening to ACDC other than that really – I mean, every, Malcolm Young's a great guitarist. Maybe I'm picking the wrong band, but I'm saying like Angus Young and, and Bon Scott are really – or Brian Johnson are what really makes AC/DC. It's like Guns N' Roses and you lost Slash and Axel. Yeah. Okay? Izzy's pretty cool. So is Duff. But it's yeah. not the same. You can't lose Axel and Slash and then be like, well, Axel and Slash, uh, Guns N' Roses aren't the same because they don't have Izzy and, 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 um, and what do you call it? And, and Steven Adler. Okay, I agree. Those guys helped the band, gave them a sound. They're really great. I really love Izzy. I think he was a great songwriter and oh, helped totally. out Axel, right?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But if you're
0: telling me two of them are going to have to come back to give me Guns N' Roses, who's it going to be? It's going to be Axel and Slash.
1: Right. But I, but and I, I – Right. And I understand everything, everything you're saying is dead on accurate. But I think if you if you boil this down, break it down to brass tacks, it's because he was shamed and embarrassed by his heroes. And he's never, ever going to forgive them for that. And you know what? We all know that Paul is passive aggressive and a smart ass. And if people don't know what I'm talking about, I don't know if it's out on YouTube because I believe it was a video. Paul was doing some Q&A somewhere and somebody came out and asked him, what do you think of that metal show? And Paul in his little passive aggressive, kind of bitchy response said, huh? You mean that show that's like Wayne's World? And everybody giggled. And you know that Eddie still fucking sucks his thumb, crying himself to sleep. They called me Wayne's World. Well, guess what? Now you got two fucking idiots like us calling you Stuart, So I hope that's an upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the, he, here's a couple Twitter responses, and these are the people that these are the people that Eddie's listening to. Thank you, Eddie, for calling out Paul and Gene the way you do. You're not bashing. If those two ca- – well, this is great. If those two cared, they would sit down with you and have an honest conversation <laughs> instead of dodging you. Are you fucking high? You think you know what Paul- that
0: is? That's like the Twitter people that says, like, you know what? I disagree with George Clooney's philosophy. He didn't meet with me when I asked him to meet me for coffee <laughs> to discuss this. So he's obviously a chicken.
1: But yeah man, no but he's got better things to do right here's no. another good one uh, uh, su- kind of not supporting us expressing an honest opinion is fine it's essential for your job and your role in the music entertainment industry you're passionate about the music and the offer and put forth by these bands but you have a tendency to beat a dead horse it's not often that he talks about um oh hold on i read that wrong um and he just talks about how he continually piles on KISS, but you never hear. And again, I listen to Eddie's show. I have satellite radio. I listen to him. He's got a show five days a week on Sirius XM volume from 2 to 4 p.m. And then he's got a show, I believe it's on Mondays, on Hair Nation called Trunk Nation. I don't hear him shitting on any other band. And I think that's the problem. That's, not, on- this that's not honest and objective.
0: Go ahead, Zeus. Also, sad to see you not own the fact that you have had an axe to grind with KISS particularly Paul
1: Stanley grow up and move on. Yeah, exactly. That's the th- it, look, you have the right to shit on whoever you want to shit on. You have that right, okay? But it's kind of, you know, we're not going to get into politics here, but it's like when, when 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 you keep shitting on the same thing over and over again and it's happening somewhere else, but you're not shitting on it because you're friends with those guys. You don't want to upset the guys on, you know, whatever, the Rock, LaHoma tour or the Monsters of Rock cruise, because you know you have to interview them so you don't want to shit on them. You know that there's no chance of you ever running into Gene and Paul so you're not afraid to shit on them.
0: This is, this is what I'm talking about. This is what he leads to.
1: Eddie is right on the mark.
0: Kiss hasn't been relevant in rock music since they kissed Ace and Peter out of the band and replaced them with studio session players. Huh. Their concerts are scripted, stale, and boring. I guarantee you, this fucking—that's amazing—fucking cum sucker is (laughs) definitely, definitely not been to a Kiss concert.
1: (laughs) Can you can you imagine being a music fan and saying that Kiss hasn't been relevant since Ace and Peter left, and saying they're scripted, stale, and boring? I honestly, I got, I got, I got to ask, I got to wonder, and
0: I and I don't give a fuck. Oh, but that Lillian Axe concert really fucking was
1: blew my mind. Yeah, right. This Shut week, the fuck the, up, people. Yeah, this, right. This this week on Trunk Nation, we have uh, <laughs> the bass player from Dangerous Toys. He's gonna tell us how he wrote "Scared" and how it appeared on Glam Metal's Greatest Hits. <laughs> Dude, nobody fucking knows who that is. <laughs> Actually, although I do, because I just said it. But you know what I mean. I know he do all these bands, but I bet you half our listeners like, hey, fucko, we like these bands. What are you You're talking about? To? Dangerous Toys kicks ass. No, but our our point is, it's just, that that's why, pretty much, that's why. Fucking
0: backup. He played backing tracks, uh, backing vocals on a
1: Leatherwolf's third album. <laughs> Come on. Come on, what are we doing here? But but, uh, honestly, that is why Zeus and I decided to kind of switch gears a little bit this week, because we wanted to kind of go on like an extended rant slash discussion about, you know, and we're we're passionate about music. Obviously, you can hear us talk about week after week. We're passionate about Kiss, but we're also passionate about People being responsible and being objective, and he's lost. He has lost his way. And again, who are we? We're just two guys. But you from know New who's
0: not? You know what? about this talking about kiss and stuff. But yeah. you know the two people that I've heard out that come out and said stuff was okay. Obviously, my buddy Jericho, right? Yep. Who backed Paul up, and then Sebastian Bach. Two yeah. guys that actually do this for a living and yep. actually know them and yep. actually love the band. They came out and they're like, "Fuck you! You don't know what you're talking about." Yep. But I'm going to listen to fucking Stewart. You know, but sit I think- back and tell me. Yeah, I heard they're not doing well. <laughs> oh, but fucking uh, and God bless him, we still love him. But pigeon toed fucking many years since I was here. That is blowing your mind. I mean, give me a fucking break. Right, I just I was the, I was the coolest guy in the band. You know, cuz yeah. I you know, I fucking did drugs. And, and, yeah, uh,
1: where's my Grammy? Yeah. You know, but, but yeah, yeah, but but Eddie's responsible for the production of uh Britney Fox live at the Forum. So, you know, he's got, he's got credibility. You know, you know who I am. But you know, the it, it's it's just it just gets back to the point of it's like when you, you know, and I think he's. Bec- it's almost like become. Like he, it's almost like he has become. Like we call him, like Stuart. You become a caricature of what you once were. And again, you think if
0: you're for- so cool, and you're liking these fucking no name fucking band or awful bands. But you want to shit on them. one. Well, who's the other one? He shits on is Aussie too. Yeah, because I like fucking because two- Sharon and them don't like him. That's he my shits point. So, on him.
1: So-, so let's take two of the most popular. Iconic, influential musical artists in the history of rock, Kiss and <laughs> yeah. Oz. Let's shit on them. Yeah, but, but,
0: you know, they didn't sign people to fucking uh, ball bag lint records
1: like I did. Yeah, yeah, but coming up next, I got the London Choir Boys on to talk about their fucking <laughs> <laughs> unplugged album. <laughs> that
0: sold eight copies. And, uh, but, he's, but that, they're going to be on that radio because I just texted with him last week. And uh, I got a call from him. And we're, uh, yeah, hi, fucking uh, Frank from uh, Albany. What do you got, buddy? Yeah, I just want to say you're right about KISS. <laughs> <laughs> and These guys obviously have a problem. They're real sensitive about this. I don't know where, why they're so sensitive.
2: <laughs> meanwhile, you know, Eddie,
1: meanwhile, Eddie's producer's in the background. Eddie, we got like 15 calls that want to talk about anthrax. No, 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 I got to take these KISS calls first. <laughs> I got to take these kiss calls first. Yeah. But that's what it is. He's become a caricature. It's like, you know, I keep using the analogy of like politics. It's like if somebody continually watches or listens to a certain uh, TV show or radio station or whatever because you keep hearing what you want to hear. Like he's become Go on that. Fox News, Tommy. Go on Fox News and bring up
0: Hillary. Go on MSNBC and say, I have a Trump story for you. That's that, okay. All right. You'll be in more serious. Go fucking have a story. Hey, Eddie, I got a caller online too. He saw the Kiss concert. He said it was awful. Yeah, Eddie, I want to tell you, I saw them. They, they were lip singing. You could tell Paul wasn't singing and yeah. Gene forgot lyrics and he was falling down. And uh, yeah, the crowd seemed, they weren't into it. Ha. Yeah, it's just another fan telling
1: like it is. <laughs> and, then, and then recently, I don't know if anybody saw this. There was a um, oh shit. I can't remember the band. Oh, I think it might have been the who they were doing like a meet and greet and the proceeds were going towards like a military um, foundation yeah. or a veterans foundation. And he and Eddie Eddie comes out. Ha, good to see this meet and greet money is going to something good and not in the pockets of the superstars or something. Everyone's How do you like, "Think these artists make their money anymore? Since they can't get money from record deals anymore and songs being played." You and fucking that's, ass. And that's the, and again that brings us back to our original point. If you want to shit on Kiss, go ahead. That's fine. Okay, you can shit on their concerts, their music, their meet and greets. The fact that Gene charges four hundred dollars for a fucking blowtorch or whatever the hell he wants to sell you. Hundred. Whatever it is. Thousand what dollars. Whatever the, the fuck, fuck it is. Fuck? Oh, I'm sorry, $400 for the fucking Gene Simmons flapjack make. <laughs> no, no. It's $400 for the match
0: that fucking lights <laughs> up the fucking torch, which costs
1: $10,000. But my, but our point is, you know, be responsible, dude. Critique some, you know, I'm not saying that you have to have a radio show where you shit on bands. No one wants to listen to that. But if you're going to talk about bands, be honest about them. I love Def Leppard. Okay, one of my all-time favorite bands. Why haven't you said anything about Joe Elliott or or, or uh, Vivian Campbell or any of those guys? Uh, yes, they sound great. I'm not saying that they don't. We've seen them in concert recently, but that's all plug in and play. No track. He allows it s- to go on. And the standard you walk,
0: walk by is the standard you allow. Exactly. And he, uh, uh, and he allows it, and then he only <laughs> picks it up when it's Kiss. Yep. And you know we've had this thing, and we we refer to him as Stuart from Beavis and Butthead, the yep. kid that wants to be cool and and hang out with the kids, the cool kids. He's just not, and they tool on him, and he thinks he's cool, so he'll he'll buy a metal shirt, and it'll but it'll be a winger's shirt. Yeah, you know, um, and and it'll it go- Reminds me yeah. of that song. What's a song by oh, uh, your favorite band uh, um, that you always mock me for liking? Now I'm drawing a fucking blank. Um, Oh, the Eagles! Uh, no, the Offspring. Oh, terrible! So oh. he wanted to be cool instead of buying fucking uh, ice cube. He bought vanilla ice. Oh yeah, 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 exactly. Hey, look, look what I'm playing. Like yep. you know. Yep. Hey, yep. I got my Winger shirt, and the other one's got Metallica and ACDC. That's
1: that's Stewart. Yeah, okay. it's that's what it's become. Yeah. yeah. So. so, that's uh. So that was that was a. Our- that was our first edition of Talk to Me, which these may come up every once in a while when we find that we want to really expound on our ranting and raving. We hope, uh, you know, we hope it was tolerable and entertaining for you guys. The yeah, way it was and, and
0: I know it wasn't really organized <laughs> where it's just venting, right. but this is how we talk. Yeah, we want to have an episode where we get to talk about two KISS centric topics yeah. That really seems to get us going And it seems that you guys wanted to talk About too because you do get back to Us and let us know that this is the stuff you Like Yeah, and one is The fuck up known as Vinnie Vincent And the other one is Stuart so yeah. um, That being the case And we'll try to limit those Topics and not go off Every single time but that being the case Tommy let's move on to uh, some Questions what do we got
1: all right, what so do you we got, got one. There? We got one from our buddy Stanley. Lives for you. It's a good. That's a good name. From this yeah. is Twitter. Paul says that the final show location has been planned. Give us your best guess on location, set list, participants, etc. What do you think?
0: Um, Yankee Stadium. Okay. Um. Set list will include the same set list. They'll add five more songs, maybe, which will be like 2000 Man, Shock Me. Um, they already have Beth. Uh, maybe they'll do Nothing to Lose, um, and something like that. Okay. And um, what was the other part? Did I answer it all? Yeah, like set list participants who will be there. I think all of them will be there.
1: Oh, and I think Bruce will jump out, too. I was just going to say, you think Bruce? Yep. I think Bruce will be there. Now, okay. See, I I think that... What I
0: wouldn't be surprised about, too, wouldn't be that surprised about, what if Bob Kula comes out, too? Yeah. Have everybody that was really involved in KISS. In the KISS family.
1: Anton Fink. Yep. Something like that, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I think here's my thing. Do you think that this will be advertised separately and individually and they'll, and they'll sell it and sell tickets and market it as the final show? Yeah. So, okay. Cause I think yeah. so too. I think, I think, I th- I don't think they can just be like, Oh, the last date is, you know, July 9th. At, you know what? I, I think and it
0: then will be, in I, a year I, I, f- and then Gene and Paul will do their own thing. And maybe Paul do a solo with fucking, uh, Sister Soldier, whatever his fucking band is called. Soul to Soul. Brother Craig and. <laughs> brother, Sister Jones home.
1: <laughs> uh, brother and Jones.
0: Then, and then, as I predict, in a couple years, they'll have a Vegas residency. Ooh.
1: <sighs> maybe, maybe.
0: It's It's perfect for them. They're not touring, they can get away with it. They live in Cali. Vegas residency.
1: Perfect for I'm, them. I'm still trying to figure out how they're gonna get two two aces and two or two spacemen and two catmen up on the stage at the same time in makeup. That's gonna Don't look wear makeup. Simple ah. as that. Get over it, Ace. Yeah, no, no, I'm just saying I'm just saying from a fan perspective, it's gonna look kind of weird. It's not weird. weird. Well, I'll take it. Are you gonna care if they're there? No, no, no. I didn't say I'd care. No, no. No. I'll take it. All right. Next Hi. one from our- Next one from our buddy Grayson Gallegos on Twitter. He's a good guy. He's a very active. This is a good one. If we, we were... Grayson. If we had the chance to join KISS, what would be your makeup slash character and what would be your talisman slash power like in Phantom of the Park? Ooh. I know.
0: So... Since I go by the nickname of Zeus, I'd go by some sort of Olympian god. Okay. And I have to be careful. I can't do god of thunder or lightning bolts because that's already god of thunder and lightning bolts are already there. Yep. Um, but something like that. Mercury, and it'd be like winged. Yep. That'd be cool. Like yeah. Mercury's the god of speed, and he was like the messenger for the gods. So you could and be he, Mr. Speed. Yeah. Mr. Speed. <laughs> and called me Mercury.
1: Yeah. See, mine, God. Would, mine would be something almost like identical to Gene because Gene's background is like mine with like big, huge horror movie, old yeah. school, old school monster movie, horror movie thing. So something demon related. Cause that, I think that's why, since I was a little kid, I just identified with Gene, the blood spitting, you know, mm-hmm. the dragon boots, the, you know, all that stuff. It would be something along that line, maybe something in the line, in the veins of like a, uh, Almost like a like a friggin' skeletor type character. Like a skeletor. you know what I mean? Like something is there a skeletor from Stonehill? I was just gonna say I was hoping you said that. <laughs> it they was called him skeletor? skeletor.
0: I think I hip checked him in our floor hockey league and you went fucking flying.
1: He <laughs> <laughs> got thrown fucking, out of the game. Fucking flying. <laughs> something like that. Probably something like like skeleton skull. Maybe like fucking Phantom. Jump. Yeah, the Phantom. Make, yeah. Maybe something like Johnny from Karate Kid. <laughs> 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 I hate this stupid bike. My superpower would be bullying people. <laughs> uh, ta, 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 ta. <laughs> Canvas three ninety eight, G C Penny. That's a good question. I wish I had more time to answer it because that was that that was interesting for sure. That was a good one. Um, yeah. So I mean, you know, like we always say. We love the feedback. We love the interaction. Seems like everybody's having fun with it, and that's what we do this for. It's fun. Give yourself a laugh. Take a break from some of the bullshit you're seeing when you scroll through Absolutely. Facebook, Twitter. Absolutely. You know. And have, you know what? Have some fun. I like to think. Um,
0: I like to think like right, Tommy, that we have a little niche. Yeah, yeah totally. Kind of your silly kiss podcast. Two yep. guys shooting the shit. There, everybody's got. You know, and I love – I can listen to every type of KISS podcast. There are more serious ones. There are more collectors kind of KISS connoisseurs. There are more musician people that talk about KISS. There are more, like, industry people that have contacts and have people about, like, musicians. Me and Tommy are two fans, KISS fans, and we think most of our listeners are in our fucking age bracket they have our same sense of stupid humor. And this is meant to be for fun. Yep. If you listen to how we laugh, this is sincere, guys. This isn't phony. We fucking love it. And for us, it, when it stops becoming uh, stops becoming work and not fun, we ain't doing it. And we want this to be fun. I want you guys to be able to say, Oh, man, you guys cracked me up when you said this. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, I can't believe you don't like this song. I like to get you guys thinking, get you guys want to interact. We're all one big kiss family, right? Yep. So we hope that we're just one little small part of your kiss uh, podcast uh, listening uh, group. And, you know, we
1: hope that we entertain. That's yep. that's our goal, at least. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, like at the beginning of each episode, we try to give you some heads up on some news and our opinion and stuff. And then we try to do like, you know, like you've listened in the past, some fun top tens or just some, you know, like it's fun. Everybody loves talking about Kiss, listening to Kiss. And that's what we want. You know, And that's what we're going to keep uh, keep doing. So yeah. without being too much of fanboys, too, as you can tell. Oh, totally. Totally. So, Zeus, you want to tell everybody where they can find us if they don't know?
0: Well, if you're listening to us, you obviously know our podcast (laughs) (laughs) Yep, and a podcast, right? So the usual iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Podomatic. Uh, Leave us one of those five star child reviews. We really appreciate it, guys. Seriously, if you can do that for us, it's great. You can do that on iTunes, uh, Spotify, Stitcher. Pod chaser is a great place to do it yep. um, and if you know you guys leave us uh, some uh, reviews there we're gonna start reading them on the air yep and uh, we'll uh, ser- certainly give you a shout out but you know honestly we, we would really appreciate it. Keep interacting with us as you guys have been doing Twitter, Facebook, Instagram email us with your questions or comments or insults at shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. Shout it out gmail.com and uh keep keep the comments and the fun coming guys we love it.
1: We love it. That's right. Thank you everybody. We love the uh, the feedback, the interaction. Keep it going. It's just a good time to you know we always try to have fun posting comments, sometimes serious, sometimes silly, just getting a laugh and people just having a good time together. That's right. Yep. Famous last words, buddy. Baby, won't you let me. I think I'm going out of my head. I'm just about to. Ooh, yeah. I'm <laughs> <Ha. laughs>
0: just about to. Ooh. <laughs> all right. I don't know if you'll know this one. I know this one very well. And I used to, we used to be one. It's probably one of my favorite songs on that album. So I looked at you and then I knew that we're gonna have some fun. So I thought to myself, wine was out. We should switch to rum. What the fuck is that from? Oh my god. I'm embarrassed. Ace, Ace's solo album war, buddy. Wiped out. Oh god. On
2: that
1: note. Terrible. Thank, Thank you. Thank every- you, everybody. Thank we'll you see guys. See you next we'll- week. We'll see you soon later. Peace out, Girl Scout.